0: Welcome to the Best Things in Life Podcast
1: with Kevin Hamoki.
2: Welcome back to the Best Things in Life podcast. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about the best uh, song for a funeral. Uh, But before we do that, uh, let's get into some powwow stuff. Uh, I am Kevin Hamoki, and uh, I am also joined today uh, virtually, or whatever you call it, uh, with Kirk Hicks. I'm, I'm coming in
0: live and hot from Israel. Oh, yeah. The
2: the uh, state, the country. Oh, this, uh, the... this
0: really fat guy. <laughs> yeah, I live inside Jesus. of him now.
2: Oh, okay, good to know.
0: He sang "Uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow."
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about some of the songs. Uh, but before we do that, I do wanna uh thank you guys for uh, stopping by, checking this pod out. I hope you are in. What's that thing when they say you know the the emails have been sending out recently? They're like. I hope I find you in good health or some shit like that. Uh, something, something motivational. I, I, I hope you guys are... I
0: hope we're n- you're doing okay. Fire! You're, uh, you're pulling yeah. through. Yes. Your spirits are high in a time of darkness. And if any two men could bring you through the light and into clarity up to where you need to be in your m- mental state, you can count on Kevin and Kirk.
2: Because we we know
0: what the best things in life are.
2: Which is life itself.
0: Life itself is a blessing. Don't forget.
2: There you go. That's some motivational shit for you guys. I hope you guys are are living your best life during these uh, quarantine times. Weather's getting better. I know most of you are now going out. We
0: gave each other the first high five we both had had. Yeah, like a month. Right. Or more. I
2: actually I actually was shocked because I, I hadn't had human contact other than myself in in months. Like, I'll be honest, maybe even before the quarantine, I wasn't even touching people. I just I'm not really <laughs> not
0: really a toucher, a, a toucher. Right. And then it did seem to make more of an effect on you than it did. on It did. it did. Um, it, it did. And I, I enjoyed it. Like, I love high fives, but I could yeah. see yeah. in your eyes that you're like, wow, that was nice. That it meant, was that I, meant something. I, I I did, yeah, and not only that, but oh, like it means more than it did when like from my end, because I'm like realizing like, you know what, it's the best thing I've done all, all week, you know
2: Nice, yeah, so go out there and touch a person, nah, that's probably not good advice that's uh uh
0: yeah, just go out and randomly touch people now, I'm sure they'll like it,
2: yeah, let uh yeah, instead of hashtag uh, quarantine and all that stuff, how about hashtag let's get this second wave done with. You know,
0: I think I think the second wave hashtag, make someone smell your fingers in, in, <laughs> in, um, in quarantine.
2: I think the second wave is going to be interesting. I mean, we're going to get a, a spike in uh, sicknesses. And also you heard about these. Uh, what do you call these wasps? These uh, hornets, these deadly hornets or whatever. Ninja Murder hornets? hornets. Murder hornets. <laughs>
0: right. I told Horn- you I was going to write, I was going to write, write a metal song about them.
2: Dude, do it and put it up, and we gotta get it get out there. But uh, yeah, uh, strange times. Gotta find some
0: good drum tracks, you know.
2: Um, I I do want to announce something. Uh, you know, I I've been enjoying doing these pods. I know it gives me something to do during these. Uh, there's not much shit to do nowadays, but I have been enjoying getting out and doing this shit. Uh, and I do enjoy, you know, working on it, getting better at it, editing. Getting used to this technology, I, 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 I personally still prefer talking to a real-life Kirk. I don't know who I'm talking to. This could be a bot. This could, this might not be the real Kirk Hicks.
0: I mean, I only you know? say so many things, so it could probably could be like an easy artificial True. intelligence kind of thing, you know?
2: Yeah, what if I, I ended up killing Kirk yesterday after he touched me, and now I'm just using, a, uh, what do you call those voiceover boxes where you press a button and it says something?
0: Like one of those, like, sample things? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's,
2: like, a soundboard? Soundboard. I'm now using a Kirk Hicks soundboard to continue this. So I'm really talking to myself, but say something, Kirk. I trying to tell um
0: tell my mom once, because she has a lot of patients uh, that she sees, and they're, like, um elderly people who, like, they waste her time because, like, she does, like, her medical stuff, like, her pharmacy stuff for them, but because they don't see enough people, they just talk to her about everything, and they'll call her about like not like you know like they'll call her mm-hmm. about just random stuff. So I was like, oh, the, a good thing for these old people would be like a Siri that just listens to old people like yeah. and just like inter- like could like understand kind of like not exactly what you're saying but like know how to respond to keywords. Mm-hmm. Like and like you know like tell me more. <laughs> and that would be like yeah. I think an amazing advancement in lonely people. And I'm like and in general right now that would be good for people in, in like, you know, quarantine.
2: Yeah, and they could probably like name it, name it after like their kid. So it feels like they actually have a relationship with their kid. You know, be like, hey, Jimmy.
0: Well, yeah, the voice would change depending on what you want it to, to be like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh yeah, I'm enjoying doing these pods. I do want this thing to grow. Uh that's why I've recently come up with like a bit of an idea that I want to put out there. I mentioned it a bit to Kirk, but I'm gonna mention it to you guys right now. So, I want to uh, make this thing a little bit more interactive than, you know, s- say some of the bigger pods, you know, like like you, you're just a, you know, you're just a, you, you could only be a listener or you have to, like, be a Patreon to pay some extra shit. But I want to do this interesting thing where I'm going to call it uh, the top, uh, the best 10. So, basically, the the, basics, the basic of that is the first 10 people to go on the YouTube channel, subscribe, and then go into any of the comments and just type the best uh what uh, what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna contact you uh let you know about some details maybe create like some type of a group because i want to use you guys that are actually interacting as as um as my uh a- as a resource because like here's the thing like when, when i do these pods i'm trying to think of like the best this the best that obviously i use the internet obviously i use my maybe my personal experience but i do want to get like a consensus of like you know, maybe not everybody likes the same shit. I don't know why they would, but maybe they do. So I'd like to get a variety of people, uh if you guys if you're listening, and and, and kind of like tap you guys in as a resource. Uh and and yeah, I'm gonna call you guys the best ten. I'm I think I I'm thinking about making this almost kinda like a like a like a a biker gang kind of situation where I'm I'm the president, Kirk Hicks is my VP. But now I need, like, uh, you know, some some uh, henchmen. I need some. I think I'm kind uh,
0: of your top bitch.
2: That's that's a that's a different thing, Kirk. That's a fine if if that's what you really want. I in the bottom bitch. I'll tell you that much. Okay, fine. You can be my top bitch. You can you can be my best bitch, best bitch. You want to be my best. bitch? I think right. And best bitch is is is, is the term we're going with. So bitch. So yeah. So this this top ten. Oh, sorry. This best ten idea is. Go on YouTube, subscribe, and um, just comment the best. If you can't, if you don't want to go comment on YouTube, because who knows, you could go on the, my Instagram or wh- whatever, just Twitter, whatever you want to reach out to me, and just send me an actual message saying the best. Because uh, uh, the thing is, I've been getting messages from all these bots or like these, uh, what do you call these messages where it's like, hello, thank you for subscribing. Now buy my product, like one of those messages. I don't know if they're called. ad response. Yeah, one of those things. I've been getting a lot of those, and i I
0: get weird ones because, like, it's um, like I had a, something on SoundCloud I put up, and then mm. like sometimes they're like real. Like I, I almost don't want to talk to anybody because it's like you not only trust like trust most of the things. There was something where like um, I got like a comment that was like, "Oh, would like to work with you." Yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah. the person's things. account that I use is currently on. Uh, it's currently been suspended. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. sweet, can't wait to work with this person. Like you're just like, yeah. selling me, or like you get a lot of those. Like they're like, uh, like I've shared certain things, and then like you see, like they'll get you a message, and it's like they run like like an account for something, and they're like, we'd like to feature you on this, but it's like it doesn't do anything for you. Yeah, so, so that's, like, that's why. I mean, and I look, at, I look at the accounts and you're like, this account's kind of bullshit. So, like, I don't like the idea of just, like, giving this person, like, the right to post my stuff. So,
2: yeah, exactly. So, anyways, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be dealing with robots. So, to break it down, uh, I want to look for people that want to get involved, work on this pod with me, give me your ideas, you know, or whatever. There's no money involved. I'm not doing, like, a, this is for Patreon, whatever. All
0: you're getting to do in this situation is to live your best life
2: through me. No. Okay, um, but, but basically, yeah, just go on, go on the YouTube page, comment, subscribe, uh, and then just comment the best. Let me know. And then, uh, let, let, let's get this gang going. So, uh, yeah. And, and if you don't, again, if, if this is, if this is not your thing, you just want to do whatever, it still would be cool if you could just like, send a like, send a comment, send, send a subscribe, or whatever because i do uh,
0: yeah it all it all helps in the, in the in the end you know so like with
2: yeah because i want to i want to up the production level right like i want to do uh more hard-hitting topics maybe i can uh maybe i can record from a bigger car maybe <laughs> you know maybe <laughs> well, yeah you,
0: i don't think a, like it's only the only person i can think of that does his podcast from a vehicle is steve oh yeah he doesn't he's in the van
2: I want to get to Steve O level. I want to get to van level at least.
0: I think at least the van is blacked out, where you get so you can kind of have an interior and like right. like your car maybe isn't. You know, it's like
2: no. Can I t- can I tell you something, Kirk? And people? Yeah, what's up? So I'm currently in a parking lot with the sun beating in. I have a black car and I'm also wearing a black hoodie. I'm I'm actually really hot right now. So uh, tell me more. Are you, you sweating? Su- <laughs> I'm sweating in certain are spots. Are you sweaty? I'm sweaty in certain spots, but uh, yeah, uh, I may crack the window throughout this thing. But anyways, uh, I think it's time. I'm
0: Thinking about like having my window open because it's kind of warm in my room. But like, I'm looking out. Yeah. And I can see some, the you know, nice, nice backyard and there's trees yeah. and the sky's nice. And I'm like, you know, it's it's kind of nice day.
2: Yeah. So uh yeah, I want to get into the topic today of the best song for a funeral. Now, I originally had this idea because listen, with with all this shit that's going on in the world, there were a couple of days where I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna die. This is gonna Or de- de- death has been looming in my mind. Now the thing is in the past I've always used death as like uh as a motivator, you know, like oh I'm gonna die, so I better get this shit done, I better get that done. But as of late, I was just like, oh, man, fuck, man. It'd be pretty shitty to go at this time. But I like to think that if I did go, I'd have at least one say and have a, have a sick ass um, soundtrack to my funeral. You know, I I'd I'd like I'd like to go out because that would be technically the funeral is the last thing you will ever actually be involved in. Oh, can I? I mean, um, you're not I do there. Our but... quick
0: sponsor read.
2: Yeah, I didn't know we had a sponsor, but yeah, Kirk, hit me up with a sponsor.
0: Hey, everybody, you're probably wondering in this pandemic, what if I die? Don't worry, we've got Dave's Caskets. That's right, Dave's Caskets, (laughs) the number one casket brand made officially in Russia. There's nothing wrong with these (laughs) caskets, solid wood. Uh, We don't use any of that cheap shit. Dave's Caskets, back to you, Kevin. (laughs)
2: For a second I thought you were going to say cheap chinese shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's not cheap chinese shit. It's uh, it's from Russia.
2: Good good good.
0: It's questionably wood. Siberian
2: wood, Siberian wood. Be
0: like in the fine print, not technically wood. I don't know.
2: Fair enough. Um but yeah, I want to I want to talk about the songs that I think would be the best to play at my funeral but but at, at your guys' funerals too. I think I think there's a lot of songs out there that, that really encapsulate the uh, the the mood of a funeral. So before I go into those songs, I, I want to talk about the reason why I picked these songs and the reason why, well, my reasoning behind these particular songs. I mean, I obviously went on websites and tried to Google, you know, the best songs for a funeral, look at all the, the options or whatever. Ultimately, it came down to, I want a song, like, so the qualities of a song that is good for a funeral is, I want it to be emotionally, uh, Uh, riveting. Like I wanted, I. I, It's a song that I do want to be to make people cry. I want it to be moving. I want I want people to be. I I personally just
0: in this case it's kind of like where um, it's not like it's everyone could have their own idea of what a funeral song would be or what they'd want. Yeah, there's personal. We're we're kind of we're kind of just going over like the top tier, like overall, like what you know are really famous like ones people have used or like really popular yeah. or um just like your standards. Like you're like, you know, how there's like the, you go to a wedding and you always hear like, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh what's that one song? <laughs> I don't know. It's the like chicken dance. Yeah. Like you always hear like that, um, yeah. that good time rock and roll. Oh yeah. Like that. You always, there always be like a couple of standards. So I think these are kind of like your standards kind of, and like you're kind of more popular stuff.
2: Oh, just the two of us. That's a wedding song right there. Just the two. Was that Bill Withers?
0: I don't. I don't know. I just remember that oh. was in uh, that was in Austin Powers and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Minnie, me, and uh, Doctor Evil are dancing to that. But yeah, yeah that yeah. might that might be him. Or that's it. Kind of one in that movie sounded more like uh R and B from the nineties, but I don't know.
2: Maybe yeah, true. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll have to find out. Uh, so yeah, the the, the songs that I pick were songs that I think were emotionally riveting. Uh, also that the
0: uh, it's, a, it's a Bill Withers and Grover Washington Jr. song.
2: Ah, see, there you go.
0: Yeah, recently it was just like there's been like other versions of it, but yeah. yeah. Bill
2: Withers. So Yeah, recently passed away. Rest in peace.
0: Great man. Um they played at his funeral.
2: Ju- uh hmm,
0: They probably played like pink or something. Get this party style.
2: Yeah, that's definitely what he, what he went with. Uh, I don't know. Um, you, wanted
0: be, you wanted to be kind of kind of contemporary, but not too contemporary.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, the songs that I picked, not only emotionally riveting, but I also wanted, like, songs that underlined we're talking about death and life, you know? like Because here's the thing I found, I, I noticed. There's a lot of songs out there that are sad songs. They're just general sad songs. But like they're they're usually probably either talking about, you know, relationships or losing or uh you know, whatever breakups, there's a shitload of breakup songs. Um but I wanted songs that particularly talked about life and death and you know, going away, right? Like 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 shit like that, right? So and and, and it's very hard because sometimes with music, the, the it works on so many levels. It could be a breakup song, but it could also be the uh a, a death um, like, have you ever heard of the song? Um, it was B- Boys to Men. End of the road. No. So, it, end of end of the road is uh, it's a to Boys to Men song. It's it's an R B thing, and it, it's basically about like a guy losing the girl, but like you don't know if she's dead or she they just broke up and she's gone forever, one of those things or whatever. But it, but it, it has been used in funerals before. But I don't know. Like like it walks that fine line of like, I mean, because sometimes people treat a breakup as death right they they they've they've shown they've shown studies that sometimes breakups cause the same emotional whatever that science shit in your gut says that it's a you know something's ending but uh yeah i want to talk about songs that i would uh play at ma- at my funeral that i think you should probably play at yours and that would really get here's the thing when i die i um I, I want to have a funeral where it's, you know, it's all the people that I like, loved, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'll i be there. Yes, Kirk. And and here's one of the key things. I want all of you to be bawling. I want you guys to just be like, mm-hmm. just like, like fucking, I, I want to see somebody like almost maybe even die of crying. Like, I want to, I want, I want to see everybody just emotionally distraught. Like, I want people puking. I want like, uh, I don't know, man. I want, I just want, but then, but then here's the thing at the end of it, I want somebody to crack a joke and Kirk, this is where you come in. You're going to crack a joke about me, obviously in good taste, and then you're going to light up the room and then bring people back. But first I want people to go down and then you're going to bring them up. So do you think, do you think totally you'll probably
0: do like a joke about how fat you are in your, ca- in your casket and You're and you're like, Paul bear, I'm a Paul bear to even think about lifting
2: that. Yeah, yeah. Lead with that. Lead, lead, lead. Lead with that. But yeah, I, 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 I want my my funeral, and I think all funerals should be a moment of mourning. So I think they got to be fucking sad, and that's why I pick these songs. So let's get into it. Uh, you ready for some? Uh, actually, no. Hold on, Kirk. What is your ideal when you die? How how would you like your funeral to be like?
0: Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't really. I've really thought about that. Uh... In terms, you music, in terms of yeah. music, I think, like, um, there is this band Radiohead, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Creep. And They
0: essentially, Creep, they right? essentially have this uh, this album in Rainbows, which is, I think, like, the perfect kind of funeral tape on its oh, own. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: they have a song called Reckoner. You could play that or Videotape. Videotape especially is very good. Uh, mm. because uh, in the, in the song videotape uh, it's it, it's essentially the lead singer saying if, when i go when i go to heaven when i die they're going to play my videotape so he's like baby, being and oh. able to relive his life and watch nice. like what he's been through right and it's really like haunting and kind of like creepy but like it's really like really good music so i'd say That's between good. those two songs and a bunch of songs on that record and just yeah radiohead in general is really good i like led zeppelin they have a lot of good songs, I feel like, you know, Stairway, uh, The Rain Song, um, No Quarter. No Quarter would be a good one, but it's kind of long. So, I mean, like, I think the thing mm-hmm. is, like, with this, we these are different. These are almost like, like, you know how, like, because uh, these are, like, songs if I put on, you may not like them. So, they mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be good songs to play at my funeral because we're both realizing with this whole format of, Funeral songs is that they almost have to be crowd pleasers in a weird way.
2: Yes, they have to they, be like it's...
0: getting getting the most out of all the people. It's not a specific right. group of people that are all Radiohead fans there or Zeppelin fans there. It's got to be mm. for this. It's almost got to be for the masses. So like yeah. it's almost like you have to plan what song you would want. Uh, it's almost like your last act of empathy for other people is like how to best bring these people together with a song, not necessarily your favorite song about death.
2: Yes, the, the the yes, and that's exactly it, because because I I didn't want to do songs, uh, about you know my like like you know I I personally like to go I don't know maybe the Imperial March from Star Wars or something, but I don't know I wanted to pick a song that that you are correct that that would move the masses, not necessarily my favorite, and that's the key thing, not my favorite, but something that would just get everybody emotionally, uh, involved. So that being said, let me get into the first song. The first one is like I've seen it played out in many movies. It's been done. It's been done many times before. It's a little cliche, but it, it, it's it's your basic standard. I think uh, funeral song, and that is "Dust in the Wind" by Kansas. Do you know that song, Kirk?
0: Yeah, I have that in um, a guitar book. When I first started oh, yeah. guitar, I, I was one of the songs I tried to learn. It's like a yeah. Uh, I think it's like a finger picking type song. It was also featured in the. Uh, the movie uh, uh, "Old School," Will Ferrell uh, sang that for the old elderly character who died oh, in, yeah. a, in that, a wrestling yeah. fight. Uh, with K- uh, on, in, uh, he he wasn't covered in KY jelly, but the girls were, and he had like a heart attack and died. Mm. So right. like it was his birthday too. So his name was Blue.
2: So, oh yeah, yeah,
0: there is a, so that scene in the movie is kind of like touching and also funny. So it's kind of like weird how that works, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. You, you can always find a little humor in sorrow and all that. But uh, the reason why uh, uh, Death, uh, Dust in the Wind is a fan favorite is because it, it kind of gets to the point. At the end of the day, you know, you live your life. You you accomplish all your dreams. You do whatever you want to do. Everybody has a you know unique life. But in the end, in the we're, we're dust in the wind. We're just dust. You know, yes. Yeah, it's. it's and especially, I think I personally would choose this option if I was going to get cremated. I'm not a big fan of cremation, only because uh, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, I can freeze my body and then they can reanimate me maybe four or 500 years from now. Uh, but if I went the cremation route and I did become Dust in the Wind, this is definitely a song uh, I'd be playing to. Uh, and then they they'd scatter my ashes, you know, somewhere mystical. Kirk, are you a uh, are you a uh, uh, a cremation fan or are you an underground kind of guy like me? Cremation. <laughs> <laughs> are you a cremation?
0: Or... You cremation by design. <laughs> um, I think I'm into cremation. Uh, for sure. It's uh oh yeah. I think like burying some somebody now is it seems sort of antiquated, and then like there's uh, it's it's like uh, it's even ridiculous because like there's um. There's uh, countries like I think like uh, Amsterdam, like not Amsterdam, but like the the Netherlands, where yeah. you you get buried because it's like a ritual because you know, but it's also there's so little space now you get yeah. buried for like five years and then they dig you up and they bury a new person because there's just not enough room.
2: So what do you what do they do with the old body?
0: They just get rid of you at that point. I think they, well, they they might cremate you or whatever. They just take up the plot. You know, I think they must they must burn them. I like thought they would open the thing up again, but uh just kind of showing how like stupid it is to get buried and especially in like the mm. time and age we're in where it's like uh like land is at like a premium like why do you need right. to be buried somewhere for eternity right uh and uh it's just kind of silly so but like the the cremation thing like i wouldn't make a big deal of it I'd just be like well, okay well I'll just get cremated and then like i don't really care what happens to it exactly
2: yeah but what what, what if you come back in that moment when you start to burn what, what if you come back, Kirk? What if you
0: <laughs> like you just like oh I was sleeping <laughs> I, like I would hope that the people around me would have better uh, better better <laughs> better understanding. No, man, of the, dead.
2: let's say it's a I, pandemic I, I, and I they're they're just that's, rushing that's, to that's get. A good
0: question to ask someone who cremates people like how many times <laughs> have they not been dead? <laughs> you're like like surprisingly a, a lot.
2: Like, i'm gonna i'm just gonna go out on a limb
0: 25 of the time they're actually just <laughs> napping and they have heavy eyes i don't know
2: i'm gonna go out on a limb and just assume both either cremation or burial that there has been mistakes there's been times when somebody was like the whole thing of being buried
0: alive But that's more of like i think like not like a prank gone bad you know or like uh yeah. or like the mob will do that to you yeah or like Uh, or, like, someone who's trying to kill you but, like, make you suffer, they do that to you. I don't think that happens in the regular route of dying. You know what I mean? But, uh, you
2: know, it might happen, you know?
0: You watch too many movies.
2: Maybe, maybe. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that that was dust in the wind. Evan,
0: would you want to get buried, or would you want to get cremated?
2: I... I like the alternative options of, like, launched into space frozen um i i i like that possibility of coming I uh, well it depends uh, have
0: you what about taxidermy would you do that not uh not really I, i'm more Drunken, I, shrunken head maybe
2: man i'm more of like uh if there's a way to preserve my cerebral cortex and like you know preserve that part like just ahead cuz fuck it fuck the body i'll get a new fucking body I don't know about that like
0: is it really worth it
2: <laughs> uh, yeah my brain and my thought and all that stuff we'll see how it works my brain um, is
0: very good need to yeah salvage for humanity
2: yes we'll see um but uh or fucking do do a what do you call it? Uh, the disney man he he's frozen on ice you know that's like a, uh,
0: a rumor Apparently, like it's I've heavy. seen the
2: bodies, Kirk. I've seen the bodies. Yeah, uh, no, but
0: people people do cry cryogenic. But there's really n- the thing with that is there's no way, like all those sort of people have done that, like for, frozen yourself. There's still no technology to bring you up out of it,
2: so yet. it's not really a
0: guarantee. Yeah. uh like ted williams the baseball player apparently is another person who has like, his head frozen somewhere or whatever all these people mm-hmm. like who had all this money thought this was going to be like their salvation or something and then mm-hmm. there still is no way that works you know so it's uh yeah it's like it's but, a yeah. tough call but if you want to preserve yourself i guess you just gotta sure. be you know be able to put the money up for it
2: anyways speaking about uh dying in a fire uh this next song uh is really, is uh I I personally
0: fire is it fire and rain by uh what's his name?
2: No, no, it's not. You know the a next...
0: song by Fire and Rain
2: isn't that a James Blunt song?
0: No, James Taylor.
2: Oh, Taylor, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Taylor,
0: I've seen fire and I've seen rain. That's about a no. plane crash.
2: Ah, uh, okay. So
0: I don't know necessarily that would be like. That would be weird if you they played that at a funeral because like if they had like died because it's like it's a it's a it's not like I'll miss you as much as I'm recounting right beat for beat how you died. Mm-hmm. And then maybe not be what you'd want to hear at a funeral. You're like, oh, hey, let's just yeah, skip over little, the
2: details. All right, James, a little morbid uh, but But yeah, the next song is See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. Now, how do you say yes. that? Puth. U T H pooth. Anyways, so this song is uh was specifically created for Fast and the Furious Seven starring the formerly alive uh Paul Walker. Uh Kirk, do you know Paul Walker? Do you, do, you, do you know about the whole incident or, or, or about how he uh, left this realm? Kirk? Hold on, let me just double-check. Kirk Hicks. Let's see. Hello, Kirk. He may have left. It might be a technical issue. Um, Let me just double-check. Just having technical issues. I'm gonna take a quick freeze right here, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do. So, anyways, we're back. We had a bit of a technical issue, as they you don't know. Need to know that they
0: don't need to know that.
2: Yeah, they do. I right? because it's gonna be fucking choppy. It's gonna be like fucking oh, and then and then we also we just no, you could
0: splice my uh, some of my commercial reads into the middle of that, and then uh, go from there. You know. M- so. We don't- yeah, you I mean, might be thinking that you want to live like how Kirk and Kevin live. The best mm-hmm. life has to offer. Well, have you ever had trail mix from Kirkland brand? It has almonds, cashews, M&M candies, raisins, and pumpkin seeds. Get some today. Kirkland trail mix everybody.
2: Yeah, I'm going to I'm just going to keep that in and pretty much everything We'll see how it edit out at ed, edits itself. I use this copy. It's good copy. I'm gonna use this copy. I'm gonna. I'm using everything that we're saying now. Anyways, okay. okay. I'm, I'm gonna. Anyways, back to uh. So the, the the last uh, song that I was talking about was "See You Again" by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. This song was created after Paul Walker died in a fiery car accident, uh, involving racing. Uh, it was really a big song. Uh, during that summer, I forget if it was like 2015, 2016, or whatever. Um, it obviously dealt with his death and like you know being gone too soon and all that stuff. Uh, I personally liked it because it was like I don't know. I, I listen. I'm kind of a big name in in the car community. I'm like uh, I, I like to think of myself as a real life Vin Diesel. Um, no, I think that's true. No, yeah, and you're and you're and, and what you are, Kevin. You're a big sure. Fair enough. Yeah best anyways uh but no i like the song because yeah like when you watch the movie with this song and know that it's about paul walker going it has kind of that added level uh but Um, uh, can i start some uh some beef right now sure start some beef
0: it's actually not a bad song okay i'm just gonna say that like i came into this thinking that like I, i hear a lot about wiz khalifa so mm-hmm. this is my beef or like, you know, my my, uh whatever you want, shade I'm gonna throw right now. Dude, do I, I you want to do it? I thought he was a good rapper, but I watched this and it was terrible. That's like the worst part of the song is him rapping. Like he's got it's just like he's just standing there kinda like, that's what I talk about, blah blah. I was like, Oh my god, everything else in the song is, is pretty good and I don't want to like the other guy either really, but like it's it's coming together. That's just like some lame ass shit, man. It's like he just slapped yeah. together like some rhymes and just like, here we go. Well, you
2: gotta you gotta remember, like this isn't like his. It's not like he prepared months in advance or had this lyric ready to go for when Paul Walker went. He just like got the opportunity. They were like, "Hey, listen, rappers are
0: supposed to be able to do is is is, uh, is freestyle and be like." work work off their feet
2: not not nowadays man dude the talent level is different nowadays it's just about do you got a good beat hey, like that's that's something
0: i'm just saying i'm disappointed because like i didn't really know much about his music so when he sent me mm. this i'm like he'll probably be like what's good about this song like the rap part there's i always like there's more songs and like he's then, uh yeah. he's he shit that's all
2: okay fine okay kirk kirk said it first
0: there's my there's my i don't know maybe kirk i got said... a list of
2: other stuff but i'm saying this particular one it's it's fucking lame Kirk basically just said that he hopes Wiz Khalifa dies in a fiery accident and that he doesn't like him. That's basically what Kirk has said. Can you so... can you play
0: that back for the court, please?
2: <laughs> it's all on evidence. Anyways, uh, let's move on to the next song. The next song is, uh, I would say, Kirk's personal favorite when it comes to uh, music that you want to cut yourself to. Um, and that is uh, My Immortal by Evanescence. Do you know this song, Kirk?
0: Yeah. Um, see, the thing is, though, it's it, like it's kind of ironic that you'd make a, a song about cutting yourself to a thing called my immortal, because I'll tell you one <laughs> thing. When you cut, you cut yourself, sometimes the proper way, you know, north <laughs> and south, uh, you, ain't, you, you, you ain't being immortal. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Right, 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 right. I, I like how you know that um, cutting yourself. I, 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 see, I'm an amateur in cutting. I would just go across. Right, like you know, like like Don't
0: go a- across. That's that's for people for cry for cry for help is 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 west to east. Oh, west <laughs> to east, north to south is for when you right. really mean it.
2: So north to south is the professional way to to let. let and I'm assuming you're going along the vein,
0: like because your vein, you're cutting across. It's not really mm-hmm. cutting. It's not cutting the vein, but if you go up and down, like mm-hmm. you're you're opening up an entire vein, like from like at your artery so oh. yeah that that kills you, whereas people who go other way, it's just more of like you know, I mean it, it can yeah. be dangerous, but like you just bleed a little yeah. bit,
2: so what you're saying is that you think uh people that go from east to west uh on their veins are pussies,
0: yeah, east east to west, it ain't best, north to south, um you'll got you know cockroaches in your mouth,
2: <laughs> okay, good to know, good to know, yeah, you see that's what I like about this i it's educational. I just learned now, if I ever wanted to take my own life using a blade, you got to go north to south, you know? Thank you, Kurt Kicks, for letting uh, people know that information. Um, and when you die, you should be able to listen to this song, My Immortal, by Evanescence. Evanescent is this kind of kind of goth group. Uh, I think they recently made, they may have come out with another album, but they were big in like the early 2000s. I remember their music in the mover, in the movie Daredevil. You remember daredevil
1: yeah
2: yeah wake me up inside so they're very emotional music it's
0: it's v- uh, It's like emo core
2: there you go that's the thing and i think hey listen man when you're at a funeral it's a good time to be emo it's a good time to about thinking about death this is
0: a this is a fine song i think right. their other their other music doesn't really um the emo core genre doesn't really translate nowadays because it comes off a little bit it's like mm. um playing uh limp biscuit you know like like you think like you know showing up at a party now people just think that like what the fuck is this this is really weird or lame but like but like i think this song is actually like from their own like out-of-date genre but it's sort of in its own way timeless because it's like you know very like mm-hmm. uh emotional kind of like acoustic kind of like a uh, piano driven song you know yes so I think you could play it you could plug this into any time and it's like and it would work you know
2: especially at a funeral um anyways uh the next song that I want to go into is uh, a real a real emotional one a real because because uh, the song was written with some Basically, deep, deep hurt, and that song is "Tears in Heaven" by Eric Clapton.
0: Yeah. Um. Another song Kirk, I, I tried to learn on guitar because it was in the same book as "Dust of yeah. the Wind."
2: So you probably know the story, Kirk. This was written after Eric Clapton's son. Yeah, he fell uh, fell out of a f-
0: had yeah. told him that he thought that George Harrison was a better guitar player than him.
2: Yes, and then he immediately tossed the kid out the window.
0: <laughs> no, I think and... his uh, didn't his son like drown or something.
2: No, he fell out of a fifty third, fifty three story building in New York. Oh, okay, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I, I again, this is probably back in the day, seventies or.
0: I feel like there was some heroin involved. People people weren't watching. You know, it's like Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. But, but yeah, maybe maybe bad parenting
2: um i I don't want to go down that route maybe (laughs) maybe i'm not calling eric Clapton a bad parent
0: doesn't like to play this song anymore but this was like well yeah i think in the 90s when he did like um he did like those uh you know like the nirvana like unplugged mtv yeah yeah, yeah. He, he did one as well and this is when i think the song first got released and he played it and that was like around the time that like i think that came out um
2: it ended up being on the soundtrack of a movie. I forget which one it was, but uh, I think it's been in a yeah, few yeah.
0: movies. But like, it's a yeah. uh, it's it's a good song. But I, I I assume it's something like I think since the 90s he's like distanced himself from because it's obviously something he wrote in tribute to his his dead son. And like, yeah, the, uh, basically the idea is like, like he's like, his son was so young. He's like, well, if you when you see me in heaven, will you know me?
2: And that's a very powerful. Uh, thing man i i think that's a very emotional like at the end of the day when we you know whether you believe in heaven or not it's more of a you know you know if you do see see people like like i don't know man it it really evokes that like man you know that that person's going to be gone for a long time and if i do see them are they even going to know who i am is it going to be the same all these fucking questions and yeah
1: know my name yeah yeah exactly. i
2: saw you in scarborough yeah heaven is not scarborough i can uh confirm that you like
0: in terms of like like what if i start i come like, into scarborough and you're just trying to be cool and pretend you don't know me you're like who's that guy that's well, most seem, like, seem like he's from yeah. here and you're like that guy
2: i don't know that guy who fucked that guy right so uh anyways next song is uh if you were uh in 1997 if you were a person and you knew anything about Princess Diana. I didn't. You would probably know this song called Candle in the Wind. Almost like Dust in the Wind. But Candle in the Wind was by uh, Elton John. And uh, this song... Uh, I, I f- write
0: any of his music, though. So I don't know who actually wrote this song.
2: Yeah, but he performed it. And it's his he bought it from whoever. For him,
0: but he has like a writing partner who basically writes all of his lyrics. But he's like he does the music for everything.
2: Yeah, man. The, like, yeah, but he I, had, the... I
0: forgot. The, I'm just saying. I forgot that guy's name. Who he writes all of his songs with? I think or it might have been someone different in this case. So, but uh, yeah, that's that was like a very big deal. And like yeah. he gets that request. One of his most requested songs to date, even though he only really wrote that, and performed it for that one intention.
2: Yeah. Uh it was that. well the, the thing is no 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 the the song actually was on um on on his yellow brick uh fuck what goodbye yellow brick road album. It, the song actually was was around before Diana died, but it didn't actually blow up until Elton John used it at at her funeral. It was it, it was obviously just a general look Elton John dropped a whole bunch of bangers and at that time
0: I just mean that like like i think he meant to use this as like her thing and mm-hmm. then that became so popular but i think it's almost like kind of like similar to what we're saying with eric clapton where it's like i think like his purpose was to use the song and like now that's tied to that thing but then people yes. like liked it so much it's almost like they don't understand it's like now that this is a tie that person is now tied to this thing it's like hard for yeah. them just to keep bringing it out there you know because it's gonna yeah. like Voke probably a lot of you know pain in their own right. So,
2: well, that's the thing. These songs are about pain and loss and all that stuff. But listen, man, that's about life. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta suck it once in a while, man. You gotta you know you gotta get on your knees and just suck it. You know, it is a, you know his
0: song "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road." That's a that's a damn good song.
2: Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of songs. I like oh, Sean. um So yeah, man, I I, I like that song because you know it's it's a. It's, again kind of in the similar vein of like dust in the wind and stuff about basically just you know your life you live in a moment and then it's gone, right? You know you're here for a blink of an eye and then somebody just blows you, like a candle, you know. Just
0: blowing you. Also, um, can I uh, interject trivia? There's the uh, Parks and Rec had a uh, a Candle in the Wind uh, spinoff song that was oh yeah like, with like Chris It was called Chris Pratt and this and his character in that show wrote a tribute to a miniature horse named little Sebastian. And yeah. it's called a thousand candles in the wind. Cause he was trying to outdo he, they possibly the candle in the wind being the best tribute funeral song ever written. Right. And I think they did a great job. You guys, if you ever want to check that out, it's not officially on the list, but like, I think it's pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Um, The next one is, uh, Kirk, do you remember a rapper by the name of Biggie Smalls?
0: Biggie Smalls.
2: Did they have that music in Sarnia? I'm just wondering if I know
0: Big Pun. Do you know Big Pun?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah different guy, different guy. But there was a there was a big time New York rapper.
0: Pun. We had Fat Joe. We yeah. had a uh, Big Daddy Kane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had Biggie Smalls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I think this was '94, but uh, Biggie was gunned down in a hip hop battle. Uh, when hip hop battles involved guns, and uh, he yeah when when he died, uh, his best buddy, A.K.A. P. Diddy, I forget, I don't know what he's calling himself nowadays. If it's Puff Daddy or if it's just Diddy, he's he's changed his name, uh, over the years. But yeah,
0: just Diddy now.
2: All right, so Diddy, Diddy, and and his and uh, Biggie's uh, I
0: maybe haven't been looking at his, <laughs> his current state. They went they went from Puff Puff Daddy, yeah, you know, Puffy. To P yeah. Diddy, to yeah. Diddy, and then yeah. I think he might have had one more change, but like did
2: who knows? Just did now. Like anyways, but
0: like he's Diddy like Diddy Kong, so that's like not sure. even like original right. anymore when his name is Diddy.
2: <laughs> anyways, that guy and and uh, Biggie's uh um uh girlfriend or wife at the time Faith Evans made a song called "I'll Be Missing You," and they it was originally on a cover of a. Uh, uh fuck! Who did the police? Fear of
0: the police.
2: Yeah, yeah. The police. The, poli- the police. Police. Uh, I forget what song oh. it was again. Every breath you take. Every breath you take. Yeah, it was every breath you take with the lyrics of Puff Daddy, and the song was "I'll Be Missing You," and it just goes it just goes on about how like you know when, when one of your boys dies, you know you're gonna take care of his family. You're gonna do the right thing. You're gonna you know you know you're gonna you're gonna take care of his shit while you're gone. This was a good.
0: This was a good song back in the day.
2: Yeah, man, it was, yeah, man, it, uh, you know, I, you look, I'll be honest with you, Kirk, I, between the two uh, hip-hop choices that I have on my list, this one, I think, is the better one, this one's a little bit... Oh,
0: yeah, this is fucking way better than the you other know? shit I put up
2: there. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, man, I, you know, it gets the points across, you know, like, when you, when one of your boys dies, you, you, listen, man, listen, Kirk, when you die, I'm gonna take care of your Nintendo, and...
0: You know what rap song I want to put on my uh, my funeral Yes. What? Do you know the Eminem song "Till I Collapse"? <laughs> like, guess yeah, what? I collapsed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And
0: that's gonna be people walking in, going like, "I can't be, I can't be sad when this song is playing." Just getting everyone pumped up, you know?
2: Right. 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 But yeah, that, 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 that's a good hip hop option for funeral. Uh, gets a point across. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is is more of a classical song uh they ended up doing a remix of it the one that i'm going with is uh it's called time to say goodbye or as the uh italian say it conde partiro i don't know if i said it right but it's by uh, S- Per, partiro partiro it's by Sarah brightman and Andra- andrea bocelli uh it's a it's a classical song um for the more more popularly, the last time I saw it in a movie was in Step Brothers at the end when Will Ferrell and his stepbrothers John C. Riley have to sing this very emotional There'll song reference here, yeah, he, he just he's just racking up them dead songs. uh he's a he's an
0: underrated performer
2: of the of the decade, yeah, so I, this comedy
0: just like in music, sure, sure. he's sure. also yeah. on uh, my favorite Kanye song. you know what that one
2: is? Uh yeah, w- w- what is it, Kirk? How do you say it? How do you how do you fully say the song again? Um, <laughs> how
0: do you? It's a uh, I would I-, I guess as it's uh, listed <laughs> on my uh, Amazon. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, censored uh version is called okay. N words in Paris.
2: And what do you mean N words in uh, in Paris? Um,
0: I think he's refer- referring to the the their nice like the uh, town of Nice. Is <laughs> this just outside of Paris,
2: Kirk? Just just say it. Just people want to know what song. Say what it, it, say the name of the song so people know what it is. There's there's people that never heard of it before and they want to get the whole thing. So just say the whole song. What are we talking about? Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Jay Z song. I told you all I knew about that song and uh, I, the beginning of the song. I mean, it's a uh, Will Ferrell and he's talking right. about uh, skating. Mm-hmm. And it's the song that I put on when I go skating, like in That's the winter, and I want to get pumped up because uh, I know this is the song that I like to skate to.
2: And N-word song. We skate.
0: To, we, skate to, we skate to one song only. And-
2: uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah. So this song is—it's more of a classical. I, th- I think if you—if you got you know a more uh, proper-styled wedding, um, actually, you know what I well, I. I, I
0: could you, like, do your best to sing it to me, just like I get understanding what it might sound like?
2: It's like... I I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't, I can't actually, I don't know the words, it's Italian. I don't know Italian.
0: You know, the title, it's probably the title a little bit. Conte Parito. Conte Parito. Like that?
2: What are you, Bert Kreischer, just making songs now? From <laughs> uh,
0: well, I, I, the only lyric I could possibly think is that maybe they say the title yes. of the song. So. They do
2: say "time, time to say goodbye." But yes. Um, so yeah,
1: say to my it's a very
2: loving. It's a very, it's a very light song. Yes. Um, so the next song uh, has been used to evoke a lot of emotions. Ah, uh, you you may have heard this song in those. You, do you, do you remember those ah uh, ah uh, hungry children ads back in the day, Kirk? Where they asked for a dollar a day to feed a starving child. Yeah. So this song was is called "Angel" by Sarah McLachlan.
0: Yeah, Sarah McLachlan. I know this quite well. I know this song before then because um, this is oh, yeah. a song my mom would play on piano and sing because she had the sheet oh. music for. And also, oh. she, um, she had the, the, remember the movie uh, City of Angels with Nicolas Cage? Yes. So that's a movie, it's like a weird romantic movie about a weird angel guy who's like living in, I think. For the... So anyway, that's, that's my mom had that soundtrack. So right. that's I think that's so she started liking that song and then she started playing that song. So those are like, right. that song to me is kind of like, I think about my mom just for whatever reason. It's because it's like the song I'd hear at home. Oh, nice. uh, and I remember those commercials later on and didn't she do that same thing with like dogs and stuff like that like her cats I,
2: I think it was the same song but they just dubbed it over cats again if you need somebody to just uh, make you feel sad this is how you go you play you play your song it's a sad song man it's arms of an angel I
0: didn't re- I I'm sure they did it like with like starving children because then I was like I can remember I kind of remember that but also remember the last one I remember was
2: starving children dogs they're all the same.
0: It's like, these dogs are going to get put down, so it's almost like she's the angel of death, you know? <laughs> it's like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Kirk, if you had to pick between uh, starving children or uh, dogs about to die, which one are you donating to?
0: Um, Is there a way you can solve both? No, you can't. Yeah, yeah you
2: can feed the dogs to the starving children. Mm. Yeah,
0: you could. I was just thinking about that, but then that kills the dog because so there's no way to like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I guess I'd have to, I'd have to go with the, the kids. The kids that like I prefer they lived over the dog. But um, I mean, the the dog thing is kind of like it's it's one of those things where like most of the dogs being put down are because like people don't spay and neuter their pets. So it's like I think that's mm. kind of like where the responsibility lies in people. Whereas mm. like. Um, I think being human, you have the more obligation to other humans. So even though Fair I don't like some people feel, feel differently maybe towards animals. But I think mm-hmm. in that sense, like it's, it's not really the animal's fault either, but there's more at stake humanity wise.
2: Right, right, right. I'm going with uh, feed, feed the children with some dogs. Uh, hey,
0: dog, apparently it's good. You know, I keep learning on podcasts like all the time that like certain meats are good. Like dogs, not so bad. Like mountain lions, I'm... not bad bear is pretty good <laughs> is this joe rogan
2: joe rogan just says eat all he talks the meat.
0: about mountain lion and then like bird yep. christ or who was like oh no his, he was like oh then they had bear and he's like my daughter or someone's like kid was asked what's your favorite food and she's like bear so oh like, yeah, yeah 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 that's rogan maybe that's like those high-end predators they probably we don't really think of them as food source but maybe they're really delicious
2: yeah go out and get some bear uh the next song is uh You've heard it on Shrek. You've heard it at funerals. It it, it is also a staple in the funeral community, a uh, community that that I'm a part of.
0: You're 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 in their uh, their newsfeed now. You're getting all- yeah
2: yeah yeah. If you're if if you're a funeral director or if you're in the funeral community. Holler at me! I want to. I want to get your information and your input on this. But the next song is Hallelujah. Hallelujah." I couldn't even say it. Say, say "Hallelujah." Hey, Hallelujah.
0: Can I can I say a few interesting things about the song "Hallelujah"? that Jeff Buckley. What I, what I learned yes. Recently, in the last yes. nine, in year. years. So, yes. the original "Hallelujah" is this is the Jeff Buckley version, which is I think the most famous version now. Because, right. but but Jeff Buckley, I don't think like he kind of like didn't make very much money from this song. Because it's not really his song. This is like him as a struggling artist. And it became popular like after he kind of got up, apparently. But okay. this is originally written by Canadian Leonard Cohen, who has a different version oh, of yeah, this yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah Leonard yeah, yeah. Cohen wrote the original, but his his doesn't have the same emotional take. His has more of a gospel sort of feel to it. Um, right, right. What happened, though, so Jeff Buckley didn't actually cover that version of Hallelujah there's a version in between that he covered and then made this one popular. So the other other cover, I forget the name of the uh, musician, but he was in uh, the Velvet Underground. I think he was oh. like their, their guitar Slash? player. And, he, and so he took Hallelujah from Leonard Cohen and then he wrote this like he, made, he put this spin on it and it was also not very popular. So you have two versions of the song that weren't popular and then Charlie took took that version that the guy from the Velvet Underground wrote or uh, composed, and then he made the version that is now the most popular version. Interesting. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Um, so the next one is also a remake or a reboot or a whatever you call it. Uh, earlier. <laughs> yes. This one this song is called Over the Rainbow. You may have heard it from a little movie called Wizard of Oz. But the the particular version I'm talking about is one by uh <laughs> it's by uh by a Hawaiian man named Israel Kama Kawawio Ole. I can't I I, I have to get the right name eventually, but um
0: out of his name so it's it's all blending together that you sent me but yeah I'm sure yeah. it's one of those names it's not hard to say once you know how it's phonetically said yeah.
2: but so this guy was uh, he was a big he's a big time um uh, perf- he, well he's physically bigger too uh, but but the thing is that he uh, he took over this song and he's a you know he, when you think of a big Hawaiian man you don't think that he can come up with a very soft uh, voice right but he did he did his version of over the rainbow it blew up it, you know it, it is a big song um and and, and a lot of uh, the thing is that over the rainbow is that it's not necessarily a death song it could be just about you know what's over the rainbow what's uh someday and blah 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 blah, blah over i forget the lyrics but it's it's um it, I... well yeah. over the rainbow
0: Kevin drives yes ford mustang and then uh, goes yeah. to a parking lot to
2: record mm-hmm. okay. exactly so this song yeah it's been used in in a couple of uh movies and all that i think it was in 51st dates but uh it's a sad song man it's a sad song you know and and the, the artist did a, uh pass away i forget i maybe i think it was maybe 5 years ago or something like that uh this is one of his biggest hits it's um, very fat though kirk
0: like he's very he's fat even for a Hawaiian guy. What?
2: What's that supposed to mean, Kirk?
0: Um, Hawaiian people uh, have known to have very succulent diets and sometimes be overweight, but this guy mm. is like a dump truck of a person.
2: Have you ever been to Hawaii, Kirk?
0: Uh, not recently, no.
2: Then you better watch your brack, brother. That's how they—that's how they say it.
0: We used to make that's fun funny. of you for looking like you might be Samoan or Hawaiian, but. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I can tell the difference between this guy and you. There's a big difference. <laughs> I, I, I think Thank you. The difference is at least 150 pounds or so.
2: Oh, go fuck yourself. Okay. Um. Anyways. I'm,
0: I'm calling you thin. That's like a nice compliment. I'm like, you're pretty thin, man, in comparison to this guy.
2: <laughs> that's like, I don't even know what that's like, but okay, I'll take it for now.
0: Hey, did you see Adele? Uh, Adele got thin.
2: Yeah. I. I don't understand the backlash. Like, you know what it is? It's it's just stupid Twitter being dumb. She look, she was. Always, I always thought she was an attractive girl, no matter what her weight was. Like I, there was a sweet spot, I think, when she was whatever. But listen, man, she's attractive no matter what, and, and just because she got skinnier, fat, it does it doesn't mean anything. She's health like she's healthier now. Let's be assumingly, she did it the right way, or whatever, right? So I don't know. All these people that are or phone or What do you think? Yeah, I heard she recently got. No, that's it. She recently got a divorce, and this is how you fucking do it. That's how you fucking do it. You get a divorce, lose that weight, and now you're gonna get a billion. Listen, Adele, if you're listening to this, I'm in. I'm in. One hundred percent. No, I'm
0: in. Hey, back off. No,
2: no, no, no. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Anyways.
0: Yeah, you should <laughs> tell her how much you liked her when she was fat, and then she'll be
2: like, "What." <laughs> 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 i like adele in all forms
0: no thing i i think is weird is like she's almost like not like um it's you know, almost like how like your when performers have like a look like i never thought she looked yeah. bad either but i'm just thinking like now it's like she's just gone so far from like because she's kind of like her, i know her weight fluctuated but i'm just thinking like it's just crazy how she went from just like basically like i can't recognize this person in the way i did before because the reference point of how i know you is totally different and it's mm. like but she looks like, like now I'm like I don't know the difference between you and like Carrie Underwood or whoever else is like a hot young, like singer, right?
2: Dude, her voice, her voice separates it, and
0: now the look of it, it's almost like yeah. I feel like that's almost what I would look at it if I was a performer. Maybe because I come from comedy, I'm like mm. uh, that. Like that's almost like your branding, right? Is your appearance even if it's like not maybe like because that way it's like you know it's it's a positive look because it's still healthy. Yeah, right? Kirk. Whereas, like, you were... I'm, I'm afraid to be like, I'm afraid to lose weight as a fat guy. As a... yeah, you shouldn't, Kirk. You should, in fact, lose whatever makes me funny. Probably, I th- yeah. Probably, I would lose all of this hubris that I have about myself. You know, I would, you know, I wouldn't be as down to earth.
2: I think you need to double down, Kirk, and actually just go up in weight so that you double become... down on a
0: few double downs. Is what you're...
2: Yeah, and just and just become identified as being that really fat redhead.
0: Well, will you? Will you join me? do you want to both? get to like 400 pounds each like have a race to see you can get there first
2: i'll see what adele says we'll see what adele says anyways back to uh girl now (laughs) yeah listen man uh, adele in all forms
0: forgetting almost forgetting something so that was the last thing on the sorry not to cut you off there uh that was the last thing on the list correct over the rainbow yes i didn't mean to the fat shame israel so much i'm i'm just being kind of funny because i'm also in a similar situation um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i've been there man i it's, it's it i feel like i have to say that now because i'm like oh yeah i'm just like a guy in the dark basically saying this
2: but i'm like yeah, i'm fat so if you saw me it would really make sense <laughs> he's dead now but anyways uh, i think he gets the point
0: um oh, uh, anyway i i wrote kevin a special song in yes and uh and i guess in uh, knowing that we were going to do this episode so um kevin you're the mm-hmm. audio guy here. You're gonna, you know, edit that in. So, like, let me know how you want to do that.
2: So the way I'm gonna do it is, uh, basically at this point, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut and after this, I'm gonna, uh, cut and paste, uh, the song, maybe a little image. I think it's about what is it like a two minute song, Kirk?
0: Uh, it's about about close to four minutes, but it, it, four it, minutes. It's good. It's a. Okay. It's a, It's three something. It's three minutes and like forty seconds something seconds, close to four. But it's um. My song "Rest in Peace, Kevin," and yep. it's a uh, my song recounting how Kevin died and my yeah. uh, feelings about him.
2: Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna post your song, uh, on the podcast. Kirk, are you gonna eventually upload it somewhere, or, or just in case it becomes a number one single, where can people get it? Um, like on.
0: Well, I have a deal coming through with Apple Music. Okay. okay cool. So I just need to play more more music about you or other things, possibly.
2: Fair enough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a snippet. I'm gonna post it in here. We'll we'll have a break and then we'll come back to the pod.
1: Kevin, this goes out to you. New or no, new G? we be? Kevin the Mokey. Saddle. Ha <laughs> Time for some fun. This is how Kevin met his demise because he saw the look in their eyes. They were afraid of his manliness. gun properly.
2: Now we're back with the pod after listening to that song I'm um, going to tell you what the best f- song for the funeral is For a funeral uh, But I do want to mention I'm just going to go through a quick list Of a couple of uh, what I think were honorable mentions Kirk, I know you had a couple of, uh, of ones That you thought were were also possible Like options for funeral songs So I'm just going to hit them out real quick uh, One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey And Boys to Men Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Everybody knows that one uh, End of the Road by Boys to Men again. That one again. It's it's more of a, a breakup song, I think. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. Uh, the Scientist by Coldplay. Coldplay has a couple of other songs that are kind of in that realm of sad as well.
0: well Scientist is good. I like. uh yeah. I like some early Coldplay. It's good stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash, which was originally covered by Nine or Na- Nine, Nine Inch Nails, Nails. The original ones. Obviously, Johnny C- Cash's. Yeah. You could put either
0: one? one but like it's about drug addiction technically that's why yeah. i guess uh, i remember hearing that uh what's his name the guy from nine channels was like it's cool that johnny cash is covering my song and it basically became like his death tribute to him yeah hurt is essentially his like um it's like his emotional uh release of being talking of making a song about being addicted to heroin yeah so it's almost like it took on a whole new meeting and he was kind of like, well, that was a really personal song to me. And I guess like he wasn't at first really comfortable that they made that song, but then it turned mm-hmm. out that Johnny Cash died and it became okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, next song, Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. I am really? Simon Garfunkel, oh.
0: good shit. Yeah. Paul Simon in general, like after they broke up, had a lot of good music. I think you could put stuff there.
2: I think, I think basically anything with like an acoustic-y kind of vibe, and like lyrical content where it's sad, will to get the job done.
0: Um, I mean, like uh, they had a lot of good music for what they did together, and then, um, but yeah, that's good stuff. That's a good one.
2: Are we are we the Simon and Garfunkel of the podcast world?
0: I think so. I nice. think as we speak, like we're making a lot of people jealous right now.
2: Yeah, good. Uh, next song, "Only Time" by Enya. Enya just has this very. Mm-hmm. Sad, depressive. She's like a Sinead O'Connor. Um, next one, the funeral by Band of Horses. Uh, Good Riddance, aka Time of Your Life by Green Day. This is actually a song I they played at my graduation, and people cried because you know it was the end of fucking whatever. But
0: yeah, this got overplayed a lot in this era. I remember for me, like when this came yeah. out, like in two thousands, so it was like, uh, you know what, a better one for that is like the gradu. Is that graduation song?
2: Vitamin C graduation.
0: That's a better one than like fucking This is when, like Green Day yeah. lost their way with good good ridden shit, you know?
2: Uh, yeah. Um the next one is My Way by Frank Sinatra. That one's a, an old Phil classic. Sinatra
0: is one of the most popular artists or like songs that get actually do get played at funerals.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. maybe him yeah, and he's a classic. Uh, Born in the Wind by Bob Dylan. You know, again, I think there's a key thing when it ends with the word wind, like Dust in the Wind candle in the wind you know where there's something there it's a trifecta it's a conspiracy i think the
0: blowing in the wind isn't necessarily about death or breakups and that stuff it's more about the um
2: the way life is
0: is it about actually i'm thinking something different it's yeah it's dylan in general it's kind of like he's got different like lyrics and stuff for that one yeah never mind i was thinking of uh the times are changing actually sorry where it's like isn't it just like how he's talking about how things are changing like in Mm -hmm. like
2: the 60s and stuff like that but i don't know uh another one is brother in arms by dire straits uh so back in my elementary school days they used to play this on remembrance day it's a seven minute song and when they did the moment of silence they would play this song because you know uh brothers in arms military and death um then we got uh broken halos chris stapleton it's a newer song it's also a pretty sad song but it's you know uh what a wonderful world by Louis Armstrong. I think this one's more of an upbeat sad song like you know what I'm about to go but life's been good, right? Uh this this one's more of a particular one. Uh this one's called Dance with My, Fa- My Father by Luther Vandross. When your
0: dad passes away, this is the sl- This is
2: yes, this is the one for your daddy. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> your daddy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh the next one is You Can Close Your Eyes by James Taylor. Uh, again, James Taylor in the same realm of like Simon and Garfunkel, an acoustic man with yeah, he's with, uh, with lyrical content. They both
0: have that uh, the the folk folk rock down really well. Yeah, this <laughs> stuff. Uh,
2: this one, "Spirit in the Sky" by Norman Green Norman Greenbaum. This one's uh, it's been used in a lot of. I think it was on Supernatural. Like it was, it's 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 more of an upbeat kind of like, hey, we're dead and we're gonna go to the big sky and have some fun. Well, it's
0: just like a song they play a lot. Like it gets played in movies and stuff, and yeah, yeah like yeah. is in uh, Gardens of the Galaxy*. It was one of the songs in his mixtape, and uh,
2: yeah,
0: um, it's been in like a lot of movies where it's like, um, I feel like it's been a lot of movies where it's like trying to recapture the '70s and stuff. Or like the yeah, yeah, song 60s, 70s, play, yeah. you know.
2: Um, next one is *Let it, Let It Be* by the Beatles. Uh, that one's you know. Tools. Yeah, the Beatles have a couple like "Yesterday" and all that so They have a couple of sad bangers, and then um, I I just add in mine because it's it I I I love the band as as you probably know, and, y- and it's NCAA kind of dealing with dying. The
0: village people, you added that. Why'd you add that?
2: Nope, 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 nope. Uh, "Highway to Hell" by ACDC. That one is uh, you know, if you're gonna die, might as well go out in style. But Kirk, uh, do you have a couple of honorable mentions before I announce the best?
0: Um, I'm just I just thought of the um. I'm just thinking of actually, like, uh, an album uh, by the band Arcade Fire. And oh, yeah. their, first, their first big uh, big album uh, was, was called Funeral. And it was written because, like, I think three out of the four band members during the same period of time all had someone in their family pass away.
2: Oh, wow.
0: So it was, like, they changed. Like, they basically then chose to write, like, a whole album based on that. And so there's, like um there's a couple of songs in there there's like one song it's called in the back seat it's really good song but really emotional it's about like someone's someone dying in a car accident um and then like a lot of these songs are just like it, it doesn't necessarily like translate into all the music like they're like these sort of songs but a lot of them it has that tone and like feel because it's all been like the uh like thematic throughout the whole album Right. Right. That actually like, kind of I inspired, mean- like, inspired them to write this stuff because of the people involved.
2: Yeah. Do do you remember that song uh, or that band called Simple Plan, Canadian band? Yeah. They had that one song, How Could This Happen To Me. I think it was about a car crash and then them dying. There's a lot of songs like that. Um
0: yeah, oh, no. Well, yeah. I just think I just remember thinking of that just now. There's other songs probably, but that just came to mind. I'm like, I guess only only album I can think of is like we. You know, like there's like there's like the typical like breakup album or blah 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 yes. albums or albums that are based on themes. Like the funeral is one of those ones where I just think of like it's not like the one album I can think of for sure that it's about this sort of thing like death or um, yeah, that's kind of a, kind of it.
2: Right. So, anyways, after all that. Um, again, when it comes to a funeral song, I think it's got to be emotionally riveting. Um, I think it has to have lyrical content that's going to make I guess people what cry
0: you're say before you say and see if I'm right. Go ahead, Kirk. What is it? I think you're going to choose. I'll be missing you.
2: I would have picked that personally, maybe for my funeral. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more urban, uh-huh. more urban than you, Kirk. Um, but that being said, I think overall, just from the message behind the song and what I think ultimately... Like, again, what I think will work for most funerals and uh, is generally a good song, I gotta... I, I, listen, man, acoustic guitars will get anybody.
0: I gotta go... With, Your opinion, you're just kind of, like, using the facts.
2: Yeah, just with all the facts and, again, the parameters that I've set, I gotta go with uh, Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton, I think... I think the message obviously behind it and like you said the man the, the guy apparently has a hard time and it makes sense to to, to to play a song that reminds him of his dead son so it's a very emotionally riveting song uh, acoustically it's it's moving
0: the theme of that one's good where it's the idea is like i think yeah. anybody can relate to that like if someone dies and maybe yeah, yeah. young old whatever eventually if you believe if you believe in like fa- have after fa- afterlife face thing yeah we like Will this person be there when I'm there? You know, when I go to heaven, will they be there? Will they know me? Will I get to see that person in heaven again? It's. I think you can. I think anybody can relate to that in any sort of sense. When you can, you know, like even though for him it was specifically a very like personal, specific thing, I think anybody can get behind it.
2: So yeah, I think I think overall, I mean, if you want to get your people to cry and just overall emotional song, I'm definitely adding uh, tears in heaven right i i think it's the best it's the best overall song about to, to to really get you in that mood for a fun- funeral uh when the time comes hopefully it doesn't happen
0: uh soon you know what mine is out of those top 10 yeah. yeah what was yours you got you got to guess
2: um if you say over the rainbow because you made fun of him i'm going to i'm going to flip kirk
0: there's two two of those i got to like take off the list cuz i trashed them so much
2: Okay, but, but, but which one which one do, did you personally like as your as your as your option?
0: I didn't talk about I mean I guess I'll just tell you, but like I didn't talk about how much I like this but or how much I think it's a good song. So we're kinda of just mm. going through them, but yeah. uh Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley, that would that would bring the house down for sure. Yeah. That that that's there too. I I, I just thought I mean it's a six minute song. <laughs> like for what I think, but also like uh oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. I don't uh, honestly,
0: yeah. So, like, what I kind of think is like, and then like, I know like that song's just like a a wonder, a wonderful song. And so, I mean, yeah. I agree with you in the other sense with like to mm. heaven, but I sort of think like, oh man, because that has like, because the guy's voice is so like, yeah, yeah Jim Buckley, kind of, yeah. yeah, and it's like yeah. such a good arrangement of that song that like, I think it's hard, it's hard to like even just have a couple of people in a room and not get them emotional with that. So, having a whole funeral yeah. procession of people, you're gonna have like some fucking tears man
2: exactly so anyways those are the top picks and uh, also the suggestions Uh, uh, I personally just again this is going with my personal thing and I'd like to hear back from the people but I'm going to go with Eric Clapton tears in heaven Uh, anyways I'm going to wrap this thing up Kirk Uh, thanks for uh, getting down and dirty with some funeral songs Uh, to the people don't forget to like comment subscribe and for the people that want to be in uh, the best 10 aka the people that want to help um My, I get mold time, this thing or
0: I got to like Yeah
2: Kirk I mean Kirk you're already in but uh we we we, we I want to get some some
0: room for some more people I don't know whatever.
2: Yeah yeah. Uh yeah, I want to get you guys in don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and then uh comment the best or just DM me the best so I know that you're a real human being not a bot or a message and then uh, I'll create some type of a group uh and then we well, yeah we we'll, we we'll, we'll, we'll mold this thing into the best experience before you die and that's the best things in life podcast i've been kevin amoki uh kirk got some plugs
0: no these are it's my real hair
2: oh okay okay good to know
0: um you can uh you can follow me at my uh, youtube uh, channel is comedy coalition um mm -hmm. that's pretty much it uh okay i'm uh Going to make a a video for Kevin's uh, funeral song, and then after that, like, I don't know. We'll see.
2: And I'm going to try my hardest not to die before Kirk. Uh, That's my my, my thing. Anyways, I'm going to put this thing together. I hope you guys are having a good time. Uh, Thanks, and uh, we're out. Rest in peace.